0: I mean, honestly, the entire thing is a dumpster fire. I can't really seem to get my act together with my opening and closing because, you know, I just thought it was going to be a bright idea to start a podcast like, I don't know, with four or five, six weeks left to spare in the air. True Maddie Ciccone form. Let me just launch a full-blown, another form of my brand, Um, and yet here we are doing it Podcast six, the last one of the decade. Holy crap. Can we even just go over all the things that happened this year? Like, is that even possible? This year was insane. Like, I don't even know where to start. I seriously don't know where to start. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, think about all the things you've done this year. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, The time I started the year in Palm Beach... Last New Year's Eve, I was in Palm Beach teaching at the pop-up. Where, might I add? I taught a soul survivor every day on the schedule. A thank you. Palm Beach Mads. Hashtag Palm Beach Mads. If you were around for that, it was what a time to be alive. I truly was my best self down there and had the best time at the pop-up. And I started off the year crushing goals. That was a huge goal of mine. You had to be a tenured instructor of three years or more in order to go to pop-up. And I got to go to PBI, which was huge. Starting the year off with a bang. It was awesome, and I can't say enough good things about it. If you got to ride with me at the pop-up or anybody at the pop-up, I'm sure you know. It was bananas. Um, Just so awesome. Awesome. And that's how I started the year. And as I sat here and I was thinking about all the different things I've done, truly, it's like my the old adage. My mom always says this, and you guys might have seen my mom on my story if you know me and you follow me on Instagram and all the things. Like, my mom's crazy. She's this little firecracker of an Italian woman, and she's always like, you know what? I've forgotten half of the things I've learned. <laughs> or she says, oh, no, it's, I've forgotten more than you'll ever know. And I'm like, all right, mom. Um, But that's how I feel about this year. I feel like I forgot half the things that I did until I sit down and actually give myself time to really reflect all of it in its entirety. So let's just get to first things first, right out the gate, because I'm sure so many people want to kind of know what went down and what happened at the beginning of last week, I had a review, a soul cycle review. Like any company, you have a year end review, and they are anxiety provoking and they make a lot of stuff bubble out of us. And they require us to really reflect, blah, 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 reflect on our performance and um, just where we are on our journey of whatever that is career wise. Career wise. Lord, help me. What is going on? Um, so, you know, I didn't really think anything of it because I know that I've been, you know, doing all the things and putting my best foot forward and connecting and my classes have been great. And I really, truly can't say enough good things. Like, I felt just great going to my review. Just wanted to talk about maybe helping out with social media, helping newer instructors build their brands. Like I have all these great ideas of how I want to mold and shift my position at SoulCycle and what I can take on, what else I can take on. So that was a huge thing. And that's really all I thought I was going to talk about is, you know, Maddie, you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. Yada, yada. I mean, I literally became senior instructor less than a year ago, so I was like, cool, like, we'll just keep trucking. And I've always been like that since day one. Like, I feel like I just put my blinders on and I go. I'm like a little workhorse. I'm really good at tuning everything out and just putting my head down. And, you know, when there's uproar different things going on within a company or a job or whatever, I just feel like I just – Dig my heels down and go harder, um, and that usually works. I think in some forms maybe it doesn't. Like if I'm nursing an injury and I try to push through it, because we all know where that leads to. Um, but when it comes to being a workhorse and just being able to plug your head down and just go go go, I am like a true Virgo in that sense. I will go. I will work till I literally die. In fact, there's like. <laughs> One of my favorite clips I always played in my Activate class, it's Will Smith talking about running on a treadmill next to someone. And he's like, there's two things that are going to happen. Either you're going to get off the treadmill or I'm going to die trying to outrun you on this treadmill. Like, I work my butt off and I will not, I don't, I don't like to be second place. And I, I like to go, go, go. Like that, champ, that true champion mindset. Um, I'm good at working. That's one thing I can say I'm I'm good at getting after it. But um So last Monday I had my review and I walked in and we're chatting about all these things and at the end of the review I I'm be, I'm told that I mean master instructor at Soul Cycle which is I still don't have words for it. It feels really crazy. Um even more so crazy because a few months ago, I went to RISE Conference in South Carolina, and I started writing in my Start Today journal, and I was writing down my goals. And I mean, my 10-year goal, one of them was to be a master instructor. It seems so far out in the future. It was something that is only for super seasoned instructors that have been around for years and years and years and know the ropes and the ins and outs and everything, so To hear that was pretty jarring, Um, really jarring, actually. I I remember (laughs) they asked me, uh, you look like you're going to be sick, Maddie. And I was like, I feel like I might throw up, actually. So there's that. And um, so then I just went about my day. I called my dad. I was like, dad. And my dad was like, listen. I hear all the things you talk about all year and what happens in your life and all the things you've pushed through, the injuries, the you know, the car accidents, all the crazy stuff, the holidays and he's like I I, I it's just you know, he was like, duh. He said duh to me on the phone, like what? Like of course, Matt. It's like what? And I was like, Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like I'm having, that, I'm having that, like, imposter syndrome. I'm like, who, me? Like, what? Oh, uh, like, I just, like, uh, I just try to, like, roll under the radar and do all the right things. And, like, you know, just, just do me and keep going. And this was one of those things where I really had to, it, be, it was super public and super out there. And, of course, all my riders and my crew and my friends and everybody are so excited and everybody's celebrating and stuff. And I still didn't feel this huge form of celebration. I don't know. I just, I guess when I just got to this point, I would have felt like it was more of such a, wow, wow moment. Um, and it felt like very chill to me. It almost felt like, not that I, I would say that I didn't deserve it. Cause I know how hard I work, but it just felt fast. And I don't know. And, and, and crazy. It felt really crazy to me. I was like, are you, are you guys sure? Are you sure? So that aside, other than feeling like somewhat of an imposter and feeling, you know, like I wasn't necessarily super deserving of what I just received, there was also the anxiety of, okay, I know I got this on Monday, because at Soul we were rolling out this big campaign and they didn't want to call me a senior instructor when I was really a master instructor and it became this whole thing. So on Monday when they, when I found out, it created this like flush effect of um you know, everybody it, it was just this weird energy cuz everybody's getting reviews, right? So now everybody knows what what the stakes are, what what you're walking in, what could happen. And you know, it's it's that feeling of and I'm sure it's that a lot of other companies. And I, I can't attest to that because I got fired from pretty much all the companies I've worked for, or I left because I was wildly, uh, (laughs) I won't even go there. I, I, or I left because just because, 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 because of the wonderful things he does literally that that's so true though. Um, so then there's this sadness because some people don't get promoted and they don't, they don't, It doesn't happen for them and it's it's heartbreaking for me. I'm an I'm very much an empath and I want the best for everybody, especially my friends and colleagues who I care about so much. And not only in Boston, but around the country. Like social media has that way of reverberating through all of it. So even though a lot of instructors aren't in Boston, we all talk and we have friends all over the country and we want I want it so bad for them. So While I wanted to, there was a part of me that felt let's celebrate. Like there was this celebratory factor hasn't happened for me yet still, and this is a week later. I'm talking about this literally almost the same time. Um. So that big aha moment that that moment hasn't come for me because I'm still, um, I'm still like (laughs) feel. Very much overwhelmed by it um, and also i'm I, I mean I'm overwhelmed and I'm grateful i'm also really um, heartbroken for my friends that didn't get it or didn't get what they wanted out of this year um, mostly because I want it I want everybody to live their best life and have all their goals and, and get the accolades and the shiny things and just be all that they are and step into the best version of themselves I mean I say that all the time in the bike but I on the in the bike on the bike but I really believe that and I want that so badly for my friends for my colleagues for my family like literally for everybody for everybody that steps inside that studio I want the best thing for you and that's just how I am so it was a really weird week It was a weird week, and at some point, I will have a beautiful aha moment of celebration. Maybe I'll be on an island or something further into the year um, of 2020, going into the decade. Like, what? That said, I was trying to keep this short and sweet because I know that hopefully most of you will be listening to this. Was your traveling for Hanukkah or Christmas and you're going to see family or friends or wherever you are in the world I feel like there's just a lot of hustle and bustle right now and there's a lot of travel and there's a lot of in the car and on the tee and on the train and on planes planes trains and literally any other form of transportation that you could think of so I'm just hoping that this brings some kind of I don't know I don't really know. I guess my goal, like going back to my goal for what this was when I started it, it was just a way for, um, for anybody that is a follower or rides in my rooms or, you know, is, you know, following me on Instagram all these years and a part of my, I guess, squad but can't make it into the room for any reason. I know that I have some moms out there that just had babies and they're like, I love listening to your podcast. It's like I get a little dose of you when I can't make it to class yet. And like, That's why I started it. It could be your little dose of Mads Tats when you can't get inside the room with me, whether that be because of your location or whether that just be life circumstances. Um, so that was the goal. And I'm just hoping that wherever you're listening this week, you are on your way to see friends and family and to get some, hopefully some downtime. It's very foreign because with what I do for a living, I am on when other people are off and that's just the way it is. Weekends, nuts, holidays, nuts. Um, you know, if everybody else is off, I am on. And I am not just usually like a little bit on. If everyone else is off, I am like kicking to the max. Like we kick it up a notch. So I hope that during this holiday season, you actually can feel that pause and you can think back on all the things that you've done this year and really look at how far you've come. I say that in class a lot. Like it's not it's not great to look behind in the rearview mirror all the time or have your gaze constantly be in that rear view mirror comparing to the past or what has been. But more important that just every once in a while you take a quick glance back just to see how far you've come. Because sometimes you don't realize how far you've come because you're so in it and you're in the work. You know, like I was saying before, blinders on, go. That it, you gotta look back just for a quick second and be like wow girl, look at all that you've done this year like what this year was insane go you and sometimes we don't give ourselves the credit that we deserve because we are so in it at the time head down go that we don't look up and be like oh wow look where i am it makes me think of when we used to take daisy to the beach and if y'all don't know, Daisy was my dog who passed away in September. Um, but we used to take Daisy to the beach and she would do this thing where she would just start, she would take off and start running. And it's almost like a silly dog. Like they, they got their eyes on like wherever they're running, the ball, the seagull, whatever at the beach. And they're, and they're running and they're running and they're running and they're running. And then all of a sudden they look up and you're nowhere to be found. I mean, we had eyes on her all the time, but dog world. They're like, holy shit, where's my owner? Um, I feel like that's the same concept of like, you got to look up every once in a while to be like, oh, this is where I am. <laughs> Let's check in. And oftentimes we don't do that. I know I don't do that because I'm just like down, go, 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 blast, rip it. Um, so that would be step one for wherever you are this holiday season. Just kind of even write down. I've been writing stuff down a lot more than ever in my life since I got my um, – start today journal from the Hollis company. Like I've made that a daily practice. I write it down and I've never done that in my whole life. I mean, every year on January 1st, I say, I'm going to write in my journal every day and I haven't done it for the past three, four, five years. But this journal made me sit down and actually do it. Cause it was almost like, I, I felt like I, I owed it to myself. I'm like, these are your goals. These are your dreams. So thus proving, I think like the goal oriented person that I am that, you know, a list, a type A person was like, okay, if it's goal oriented, I can do it. So this actually changed the game for me. So I would say step one is start doing that. Start some reflection. We have eight days, eight crazy nights, not Hanukkah, but eight crazy nights until January 1st, 2020. Think about all that you've done this year. I think sometimes we're like, yeah, we just forget. We literally just forget. There's a lot of months and a lot of days. And all the crazy things that happen. I think it's really important to write it down. What are you grateful for? What happened in this year that you couldn't imagine happening in your wildest dreams? And if something really bad happened, how did you learn from it? What was the why from it? And do you see that now or are you still kind of in the grief of it? I mean, I'd say the hardest thing that happened to me this year was my dog dying. (laughs) I have never felt grief. I've never felt pain like that. I mean, I've had, grandparents passed away. I've had friends and I was sad, (laughs) rightfully so. Um, but like losing a pet, that's some next level shit that they don't, they don't not prepare you for at all. Like no one can prepare you for that. So my heart was with anybody who had to deal with that this year because I, I walked, I literally walked that same path with you. And that is, that is some real, serious stuff. Um, and that was crazy, but you know, it's, it's funny the way memories work, because I find myself talking about Daisy, like she's still here. Like she's my person. She's my spirit animal. And when I'm really sad, I close my eyes and I envision her walking by my side, like in bright golden light. Cause she was a yellow lab. So it's, that's how it was. Um, and that's how it still is. And it's crazy how we can, something so kind of awful, something terrible that happened this year can turn into such a powerful thing to keep, to keep the legacy alive. And I would challenge you if you have maybe something similar, maybe not even a pet, but some sort of loss or negative situation that happened, what was, what's the positive spin you can put on it? Or what's the what's the spiritual takeaway you can bring to your life from it, especially if it's a dog or a family or anybody passing on, like how how do you see them in everyday life? Is there a sign that when you, you know, I always say, I wake up and I say, oh, God, universe, whatever you believe in out there, I say, oh, give me, give me a lab today, give me a puppy. And it was really funny. I'll tell you a story. If you watch my Instagram, you might remember this story, but I was walking through Beacon Hill and I was, I get really sad now and then like, I really want to cry. I could almost cry talking about it right now because I loved her so much. But I was having a weird day and, you know, the holidays, again, bring up a lot of emotions. They make us a little more vulnerable than normal. Heightened. Everything's heightened. Anger in the car when somebody takes the wrong turn or people are driving crazy out on Route 9 today. Holy Christ. Pray for them. But. I woke up and I was walking to Beacon Hill and it was really cold and I was like, please God, like today I need a sign. So as I'm turning onto Charles Street, I see this boy and he's, you know, a cute younger boy, might be a year, a couple years younger than me. And he has a brand new baby chocolate lab. I kid you not, I shit you not. And of course I run up and I have my headphones on. I almost like don't even acknowledge the guy. I was like, hi, 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 can I pet your dog? And I'm playing with the dog and I'm like, oh my gosh, like nothing is better to change like any state you're in emotional than a cute puppy. Like you can't feel shitty about anything after petting a puppy. It's like holding a baby. It's the same thing. It's it just like, it's like a serotonin or oxytocin like pfft, hit. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, And so I look up at him and I was like, oh my gosh, so cute. Like I had a lab, blah, blah, I was like, what's the dog's name? Is it a boy or girl? I was like, his or her, you know? And he's like, oh, her name is Maddie. (laughs) And I was like, I hear you up there. I hear you. Thank you. I hear you. And I walked away and I kind of like got teary-eyed because I was like, oh my, wow. I just got smacked with a spiritual two-by-four on that one. And it was, like, such a moment in my day just to, like, find, you know, not only a pause, but, like, gosh, thank you for that sign when I felt low and I really needed it. So uh, I, I I don't even know what to say. It was the craziest thing that I've had happen to me in, in quite some time, especially, like, the, the dog had my name. Like, come on. Um, so, yeah, really take that time to write down the things that have happened to you this year. I'd say that's step one. Go over all the good, the bad, and everything in between, what you learn from it. And then that can transition to step two. How am I going to take it into 2020, January? How am I going to be gracious with myself and my goals and my dreams and think super big, almost over the top, the things that scare me while also giving myself grace if, if and when I don't necessarily hit them on my time frame? Because that's the thing, right? We always want things to happen on our time frame. When really there's a bigger picture, there's a bigger divine universal power of what is for us will not pass us, but we always want it on our time, and that's that's just not the way things work. So also, how to find grace through that. For instance, this year I, I had a really big goal for my network marketing company, and it it was just it's like it's just for whatever reason, be it I'm not giving it enough time, I'm not doing this, I'm not recruiting the right people, whatever it is, I I, I didn't hit my goal for. 2019. And yeah, there's still a few days left, but I'm a numbers person and it would take a miracle. Miracles can happen. But also finding the grace to not be upset with myself, to not take it out. What did I do wrong? Am I not a good leader? Do I not know how to lead a team? Do I not know how to coach? Um, so while we do have these huge goals that should very well scare the shit out of us because i I'm a firm believer if your goals don't scare the shit out of you, then they're not big enough. But also being able to be gracious with ourselves through the process of maybe not hitting the mark when we think we need it because there's a bigger plan. And finding, finding, you know, d- deep, doing that deep dive within, to, you know, get out of our heads and get into my, our hearts, that's, that's really been a big theme for me. Like get out of your head and get into your heart. Get out of your head and feel it. Go in. Be gracious with yourself. That's really, that's, that's a secret sauce. If you can figure that out, then a lot of things are going to come, come and go and goals will be met and lessons will be learned so much differently than if you have hard stops and starts, stops and starts, starts to when, um, when something needs to be achieved, or, or, or you have some kind of timeline for yourself that's contrived through, I don't know, say the glossy pictures on Instagram because someone else's life looks completely different than yours, which I get is certainly easier said than done these days. I constantly am comparing myself to people on Instagram, and that's a trap. Comparison is the thief of joy. You know, it's whispering in my ear, but it's hard because you see things and you're like, I want those things. Um, but it will happen. It will happen for everybody. Everybody's got a plan. Everybody has the divine timing that they need. And we're just all on the journey together, just rocking and rolling. You know, like at the beginning of Soul Cycle, put your seatbelts on because we're going to go for a ride up in here today. And that's kind of what I wanted to leave you with this holiday season. Step one really reflect on your past year, all that you are, all that you've become, where the journey has led you. If you've taken a turn in a different direction or rerouted, you know, all that stuff. Write it down. How are you feeling? And then from there, step two, then you can start to set the goals and the dreams and the bigger wishes and all the things that you want to call in for 2020. And if you don't have a journal or a daily practice where you write down what you want, how you feel, the things... You want to see for your life, I highly suggest it. I mean, this journal changed my life. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not blowing smoke. Like, this Start Today journal changed my life. Changed my life. Changed the way I look at things. Like, now I'm visualizing where I am. For instance, one of my biggest goals for Soul Cycle other than Master Instructor, I want to teach at the barn and I visualize myself at the barn. I visualize myself walking into the barn and like the smell of summer and like suntan oil and I envision myself just sweating on that podium and it being like bright because I've heard the barn is like outdoors. It's not like in a soul cycle and my dream is to do like a rave ride at the barn and spray water on everybody and I envision it like it's this crazy rave barn party in the summer on a bike in the Hamptons. I can see it. I can smell the sun tan oil. I can smell it. Like it's, you know, that Hawaiian tropic smell. That's what I've been doing to try to get closer to my goals. And I'm telling you, there is power in it. I really thought it was a bunch of BS smoke and like, you know, all these manifest- blah, 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 manifestation people were like, uh, crazy. But I swear it's working. It's working. <laughs> it works if you work it. So um, that's where I'm at. And I highly suggest that you maybe find a practice and also be gracious if you miss a day and just start over and be like, all right, here I go. Because the more you do it and the more you try and the better you get and the more consistent you get at it, it's going to happen. It will happen for you. you got to believe it. You visualize it, you believe it, you write it down. It will happen. There's no doubt about it. So that's kind of with what I want to leave you with um, for this year. It's been wild. I know I'm going to start to remember more things that I wish that I had talked about on here. But hopefully, in 2020, I will have an intro and an outro. I've bought licensed music and done all these things, and now I just have to put it together and really just make it awesome. Because after I hit master, I put a new goal in my Start Today journal. I want to have one of the top 10 podcasts in the USA, and that will happen. I'm visualizing it. I write it down every day. There's no way it's not going to happen for me. With also the help of every single one of you, I cannot stress it enough and I say this all the time and I mean it from the very, very bottom of my heart, through my toes, through my fingertips, through every little ounce of my being, every particle of my body. There is no me without you. I cannot do all these great things on and beyond the bike without all the love and support from each and every single one of you listening, showing up, stopping me on the street, literally all of it. I am so so blessed and so grateful. I wish that I could I wish that I could get that across even more than it already is and all all, all that it already means to me, but I truly truly can't stress that enough. I really hope that you have the best holiday holiday season the next few days, whether it be Christmas, Hanukkah, or whatever you celebrate. I am sorry. I do not know all the things as I, I probably should look them up and know more if there's other things out the Kwanzaa. I, I mean, whatever it is, family or just getting together. And I hope you have a beautiful New Year's Eve and that you really sit down and think about these things that I've talked about. And, and maybe you come up with some stories of your own. And you know what? I would love to hear about them. I would love to hear about them. Write to me, DM me, email me. Like, this is a two way street communication. Um, Communication is the new currency, baby. So, I want to hear from you. I hope this helped. I hope that it spoke to you in some way, shape, or form. And I will be seeing you in the new year, in the new decade, 2020. And that's really all I got, my darlings. So we end the same way, just like at the end of every sweaty soul cycle class. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.